0: Alrighty, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hacker Hub, I guess. We're kind of getting started with this thing again. It's been a minute since I've been on here, and last time I was on here, we were doing Hacker News. So, same kind of concept, same thing, except for the fact that it's just a different name now. So, anyway, we're going to start covering some stuff that we have found this week, article-wise, that we think are pretty interesting. And uh, some of it was curated from the audience that was live with me on Twitch while we were doing this too. So anyway, while we're at it, let's, I guess we'll just go ahead and get right into it. I hope you all are having a great, great week and hopefully an even better weekend coming up here pretty soon. Um, So this week we're going to be talking about um, China cyber attacks, Log4Shell uh, webinar that's coming up, some Mac malware and the Russia versus Ukraine kind of dilemma battle thing that's going on this week. Um, and last week and several weeks and for a long time. Um, so anyway, today is Friday, February 4th, 2022. And yeah, enjoy it. So this is also the new format for the emails, but we're not going to talk about that because this is also the audio portion of the podcast. So um, anyway, so we always start off with general news of the week. Unfortunately, with this set of articles that I have this week, this is all we have. for just general news of the week. Um, I did about four articles or so. And there are no tools in this episode, so it's just stuff that's going on right now. Um, so the first thing we have up is how China is generating more cyber attacks than everywhere else in the world combined. Now, if you're not really super familiar with China and their way they operate with all this stuff, um, they have for a long time been the progressive generator of attacks for the majority of the world. Like, it's it's kind of been like that for a minute. Um, you know, you can throw a honeypot up online. A little computer that just takes all the internet traffic and sucks it out and you can you can see it's you'll see how many times people try and connect if you leave like an ssh port open um something to connect to the computer and talk to it with you'll see that china ips are constantly hitting it trying to log on um so most of their most of their attacks are actually automated they're not necessarily done in person so keep that in mind as well whenever you think about this Um, But anyway, in in a Monday speech titled countering threats posed by the Chinese government inside the U.S., Ray, who works for the FBI, W-R-A-Y, said the FBI is probing over 2,000 investigations of incidents assessed as attempts by China's government to steal our information and technology. What a shocker. Um, The Chinese government steals staggering volumes of information and causes deep job destroying damage across a wide range of industries. So much so that, as you heard, we're constantly opening new cases to counter their intelligence operations. And that happens about every 12 hours or so. So if you can imagine every 12 hours for the past couple months, it's a lot of investigations, which is why they're reviewing about 2000 right now. they're not just hacking also on a huge scale, but they're also causing indiscriminate damage to get what they want. Now, like in recent Microsoft Exchange uh, hack that kind of happened where they were taking charge on that, uh, which compromised several networks of more than 10,000 American companies in the single campaign alone. Uh, China just doesn't stop. They just don't. And I think a lot of that, too, is just because it's automated. Uh, You just write a script, you just let it run for a long time, and things will just go and go and go until they can't go anymore. Um, Ray said that China sometimes directs attacks by government-owned companies, but doesn't have to rely on such entities because businesses are required to maintain a Communist Party committee comprised of party members who are placed in senior management positions. So within China, they force U.S. companies to partner with the Chinese government owned ones to do business in China and then abuse and exploit those partnerships, basically, which is what makes it so bad in America, too, is because we we really do export most of our stuff, like a lot of our stuff is exported to China. So it doesn't really put us in a good position to be a leg up here. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the gist of what's going on with China and how they're they're taking over the world, quote unquote, with their cyber attacks. Um Most of them are not successful, but they do have a few that are, and when they are successful, they're pretty bad. But most of them aren't, and a lot of them are just simple little guessing usernames and passwords all around the world. Um, So anyway, that's China. The next thing we're going to cover is some Mac malware that is dropping adware, and it is indeed getting more dangerous. So if you are a MacBook owner out there and you love your M1 chip, you love your Intel chips from the older computers, this is for you. Um, so what, what malware are we actually going to be talking about today? So today we're going to be covering the update agent, uh, which is the name of the malware. And basically what it does is it impersonates legitimate software such as support agents and video software. And it first kind of showed its ugly head in September of 2020. Now it's most commonly distributed via drive-by downloads or pop-ups from advertisements and fake updates for tools like the long discontinued Adobe Flash Player. So if to put that into context for anybody if you go to a website and you have a pop-up that says oh my gosh your flash player is out of date you need to update now that could very well be a malware attempt and not actually anything pertaining to your flash player because the thing is whenever you have updates they're not going to come from your web browser first off they're going to come from an actual pop-up on your computer like Where if you were to exit out of Windows or Safari or, I don't know why I said Windows, but Internet Explorer or Safari or Google or whatever you use, the update would, like, the the little notification would still be there. Um, So, keep in mind, that's how this thing is most commonly distributed. And since it first emerged, Update Agents authors have constantly updated it with significantly new functionality, so it's only getting smarter. And they've gone through five iterations of this malware. So also keep in mind that it's active. It is very active and it is changing. Researchers from Microsoft analyzed the latest variant and found it contained an expanded capability for installing secondary payloads hosted on trusted public cloud infrastructures just like Amazon S3 and CloudFront. Now, instead of using either zip files or mountable disk images um, to fetch additional payloads like it had previously, the new version can now use both So it's not one or the other. It's not a zip file or a DMG. It's both of them. And a DMG is what you typically run on a Mac, although you can also open up zip files on Macs too. Um, In the October version of the update update agent, wizard, I guess, oh, let me rephrase that. Hold on. (laughs) The October version of update agent slash wizard update, That was the fifth iteration. So the fifth iteration came out in October. Man, I'm having a hard time talking. The first one in September 2020 was simple and designed to collect basic information about the device on which it was installed and to stay in touch with the remote command and control server. In the next few versions the authors of the malware added features for fetching secondary payloads maintaining persistence and importantly bypassing gatekeeper a mac os technology for ensuring that only trusted software can run on a mac which i feel like we can all kind of bypass if you just give it the right permissions and you go to your system settings and preferences and you say okay this is perfectly fine and allowed so that's the Mac malware. You know, we we do have all these articles in a substack. Um, it's williamp.substack.com. You can find the links to the articles here uh, with all the write-ups and everything um, if you want more information about this stuff. But that's it for the Mac malware. Now we're going to move on to the Russian, uh, the Russian hackers targeting quote-unquote Western government entity in Ukraine. And basically it talks about how Russian hackers... Attempted to compromise an unnamed Western government entity that operated in Ukraine last month amidst the ongoing geopolitical tensions between the two countries. Now, Palo Alto Network's Unit 42 threat intelligence team. If you're not familiar with Palo Alto, they're a big cyber firm. Um, they're really, really big, actually. Cyber slash networking slash they, they do a bunch of stuff, uh, but very smart people. And in a new report that they published on February 3rd, uh, it said that the phishing attack took place on January 19th, adding it mapped out three large clusters of their infrastructure used to support different phishing malware purposes. Um, so that, that being said, there's a little picture here that shows IP addresses and um, the location of where they are, they're originating from. And it also shows the... Uh, what's, what's, what's it called? um like the range the network range um so like they have a, it looks like they have a bunch of slash 24s after their IPs so it's all the same size um but they all originate from Russia and you know come on come on to come on to Substack and you'll see it you'll see it it's there but additionally unit 42 uncovered evidence that the hackers campaign targeting the state migration service which is SMS for short of Ukraine on December 1st of 2021 uh, used a word document as a lure to install the open source ultra vnc which is the program name uh, virtual network computing vnc software for maintaining remote access to infected computers so they tried to install ultra vnc to maintain access to infected computers so they can continue to control them and see what was going on so that's russia just stirring up the pot i swear it just doesn't stop um you know it's that's something that'll be ongoing for a long time and it's going to take a minute for any of that to die down now fortunately the last thing we have is actually a little webinar about log for shell and this one was help curated through uh through the uh the twitch stream here um from dark elder a shout out to him and basically it's it's it talks more so about what is the log4j vulnerability and log4shell. What is log4shell? And log4shell is what we use to exploit that vulnerability. Um, that's the name of the vulnerability, actually. And there's a talk being done by uh, somebody at Synet, a security researcher, actually. And it's on February. I think it said February 24th. Let's take a look. So the times are February 23rd, February 24th, and February 25th at 2 p.m., 4 p.m., and 11 a.m. Uh, respectively for each one of those days. So go check that out. Honestly, that's something that could be really, really useful and helpful if you need to kind of understand a bit more about what it is because, you know, Ubiquity is having a hard time with this right now, but you're getting hit pretty hard. So it may be wise to inform yourself and understand it a little bit deeper what you think you already know because there may be a chance you know you might not know everything so um i dropped a link to that here in this in this week's news article um but yeah so that that's all the articles we have today it's not this is not a super long podcast um just a nice little brief quick update and and refresher on this week's news and catching up on things because it's been a minute since i've done one of these and i'm glad to be back so yeah guys thank you for listening to this episode Um, if you want to see any of these articles or any of the links that are associated with them go check out william p as in w-i-l-l-i-a-m and then the letter p is in parks and recreation period substack period com so williamp.substack.com and you'll find all the news articles and you can have all this stuff delivered directly to your inbox if you'd like to so that is up to you if you would like But yeah, thank you for tuning in and I hope you all have a great weekend. I hope you had a great week. Stay safe. Stay cyber aware. Understand what's going on in your network and in your world. But until next time, I guess see you later. Take care.